What's up, everybody? This is Andrew Kerkatsanis. I'm just giving you a heads up this week that we are breaking from our normal schedule to release our character setup episode for the upcoming season two, where I am the DM. None of that bullshit Alex stuff. We will resume our regular release schedule next week, where we begin our season two. What's up? I know, I was going to see if you were going to do it. <laughs> and welcome to With Their Forces Combined, a D&D variant podcast? That's right, we'll be playing a D&D variant for the upcoming Season 2 of WTFC called Snakes and Saloons, created by Gimmicks and Jeremus. This variant contains different rules while following the same basic principles of Dungeons and & Dragons and includes an extra skill called Mechanics. Which, I believe, are extraterrestrial automatically gets advantage in because uh, they are apparently mechanical. I, but I get proficiency in it. Oh, not advantage. Proficiency. Uh, but yeah, the mechanics skill technology has advanced significantly in the settings in which Snakes and Saloons is played compared to other swords and sorcery settings. Say that five times fast. Inventions like firearms, locomotives, electricity have complicated everyday life. Uh, because of this, we have introduced the skill called Mechanics, which uses your intelligence ability score. Uh, and yeah, it applies to situations that involve the complex workings of machines and mechanical devices. Which are, yeah, uh, there's there's a, uh, this, this system is so cool, I'm very excited to try it. It has several new classes and races that belong in this western-themed world that we're building, such as the Afflicted, the Anomalian, the Cactoids, the Coatalborn, extraterrestrials, Rougarou, Sasquatch, and Sayer. Essentially, these are different types of humanoids that can be found in this Western setting, as well as some flavored classes that incorporate more gunslinging, so to speak, than your traditional D&D classes. If you'd like to learn more about this variant, we'll be adding some links to their stuff in the show notes and follow them on their social media. Today we are joining our adventurers in the new town of, insert town name here, Cattle Creek. But uh, our working our working title is Deadwood is the name of our town, and I think that's too, um, I'm not a big fan of that name, so I'm, I'm still trying to, re- to shop it, I should say. Cool. Um, but yeah, the, the main gist of our town is we've got three, uh, I guess... Have we decided on locals? Are you guys locals? I I think it's a bit of both for me. Like, I think I originally came from somewhere else, uh, and then I fought in the war. Uh, which war? I don't know. The war. Um, right. As a, so a cadet background, I'm thinking I'm going to take eventually. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. well, not eventually. That's my past. But but then I, mm-hmm. I, I think I've, I've lived here for a while now, although I don't, I don't know yet how long. Okay. And what about our other folks? Well, I think being, um, like being the extraterrestrial that I am, I don't think I can actually be a local. So, <laughs> fair. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, it, you're you're obviously not a local, I guess. But uh, have you been in this town long? I guess, or have you just arrived? Uh, yeah, I probably would have just like arrived recently. Okay. Um, and I guess up top, I should be saying this is our character building session uh, for our special release uh, for our second season. Uh, oh man. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm super excited. Um, 
Sorry, <laughs> I was just gonna say I like that Andrew puts on his an announcer voice when he's <laughs> in charge. <laughs> you need to have an announcer voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, my guys uh, from from Deadwood asterisk Cattle Creek. He lives like on the outskirts okay. kind of thing because he's a he's a wolf person. He's a Rugaru. Okay, okay. But he's uh he's a he's a scholar mm-hmm. and he just sort of sits in his hovel slash house slash home not quite sure yet and like does research and philosophizes sweet sweet yeah so a little bit of backstory on our town of uh deadwood asterisk cattle creek we are just out of a war according to tom (laughs) (laughs) well the war didn't have to be here it could have been it could have been somewhere across the continent no one specified but we're in we're in sort of this post-war world of uh, the the town. We're on the west coast of our continent, so to speak, where everything is a little more ragged. Everybody is a little poorer. Uh, people are just kind of scraping to get by. Our town of Asterisk Deadwood, Cattle Creek, one of the bigger towns on this west coast, and it is the biggest town. Uh, for a hundred miles. That is why people have settled here and you have lots of main infrastructure buildings uh, such as a bank, a jail, a saloon, and a courthouse. People come from the neighboring towns for their trials here. Like uh, criminals are brought here. Ooh, I like um, that. The, and anyone who's anyone in the surrounding area can be found in this town. Now, as locals, you guys have uh, just discovered that uh, the two locals the one not local um i I still think you would pick up on this because i I don't know how much you know about uh, terrestrial culture so to speak but the one place that you would go to gather is a saloon perhaps and you guys know that the main street saloon uh has closed for no apparent reason no notice okay um and your good friend Insert bartender name here. Buddy hasn't been seen since. Can his name just be Bud? Bud is, yeah, yeah. could, could be. <laughs> Marking that down. But what if anyone else, what if anyone else needs to be Bud? Like in, an, like in a <laughs> yeah, moment of intimidation true. or yeah. something. That's the only problem. <laughs> well, then okay, then um, you might have to use such such words as Buster. <laughs> no, no. His, well, his, his name is Buddy. His name is Buddy. Fair, Okay, fair. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Buddy's like personal. That. Buddy's more personal. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I was thinking on the town name. Uh, I don't know if this is funny or maybe just to me, but uh, the what if like the general store popped up and it was just called Deadwood general store. Um, and then everyone in the town just sort of assumed the town was named Deadwood. And so now like when we say Deadwood asterisk, it means like, yeah, you know, like it's called Deadwood, but it's not really called Deadwood. Like nobody really calls it that, but that's what we <laughs> call it. You know what I mean? What if as an extension of that, like the two most powerful people in the town don't agree on what the name should be and there's still like a battle? Ooh, I love that. <laughs> like city council meetings every every week. Oh, and the railway like wants to call it one and that's like the name on the building. Mm-hmm. But then someone else is like, fuck that name. <laughs> no, it's got to be the rancher. That definitely used to happen in like old timey towns where they'd be naming it and right. like people would disagree. No, that's a, great, that's a great idea. You should, uh, yeah, you should have the other name, like, clearly be, like, someone's last name. 
And it's, <laughs> and it's, yeah, no, that's that's exactly what it is. Just it's the ranch's last name, which again, I am not revealing the name until until we get into okay, it. Okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> really, really drawing out this uh, this name. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> Oh sweet! I, I want real. I want real time laughter. That's all. But we, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, hundred uh, percent. But we wanted to kind of show what our process is for making characters. Um, so I think we're gonna go through one at a time and see. You'll sort of see the process. I think the cool part about it is that, like, as Andrew comes up with this stuff, we are percolating on the ideas that we already have. Yeah, no, and that's that's the intent of me giving this little backstory is to maybe help fit in uh, your guys' backstories uh, into this sort of broad spectrum world so that we can kind of build our world together and as such build your characters together. That Yeah, that's the intent. If there's anything more specific that you guys have questions about, I'm happy to answer. But other than that, I think I want to get right into uh, character building. I think all my other questions will like come as they. I'll just like wait till they come up. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Are we? Are you guys comfortable with like the me speaking to directly to the listener, like that? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I think that's normal. No, that's that's illegal. I don't give a shit, I, man. I just speak th- to whoever you want to speak to. <laughs> call the cops. I just thought about Corey, it. As Corey, it was call happening. the cops. Corey, huh? call the cops. Call the cops. Oh yeah, sorry. I uh, they they don't allow me anymore to do that. Oh, okay. that's fair. Yeah, I, so I I intend I that. intend to speak to only <laughs> Andrew and Jesus and no one else. So no <laughs> listeners, no hey, Alex, hey, no Corey. Hey, this is I will this ignore is season two, else. motherfucker. The there ain't no time. Jesus here. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> you say that now. <laughs> Sometimes there's need for a Jesus, man. <laughs> I mean, there is literally a church. So I mean. Who knows? They may they might not pray to Jesus, but they might. Yet it has a cross on it for an unrelated reason. Yeah, it's it's, it's so that like I can make it a random symbol. It was so you knew it was a church, okay? And the listeners can't see that, so fuck yourself. Yet, <laughs> that's true. Uh, I mean, who who has control of the Instagram page? They might see it by now. Yeah. Oh, shit, 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 fuck. <laughs> Okay, so um, let's get right into character building. Why don't we have a roll-off for it on the D12? Love it. To see who goes first. I do. My D12 is at like the bottom. Maybe my other <laughs> container has... I got a two, nine. Two I have four. Twelve. I don't want to Classic. go. I don't want to go first though. Can I? It's, can it's I pick, too bad. Can the I pick the which... dice don't lie. You but I thought it you was. You can't lower your initiative order in luck checks. <laughs> oh, so it's not one of those where you can high roller picks. <laughs> I will happily uh, go first. Yeah, it's that's fine. I'm, I, you don't have to, I guess. No, no. Actually, you know what? I might as well because I've already started. So who am I kidding? I should just go first. Um, all right. Yeah. So I'm gonna be. I've already decided that my. I'm a tabaxi gunslinger. Uh, and you said level three, right? We're starting. That's right. Our characters will be starting cool. at level three. And uh, Gunslinger is a special class in Snakes and Saloons. All of our characters will be playing classes that are from yeah. the Snakes and Saloons. And I think the other two are going to be picking races from Snakes and Saloons. But Tom has picked one from... 
uh, Volo's Guide to Monsters. Volo's Guide to Monsters, which is a tabaxi, which are cat people or cat humanoids, I should say. Yes. And my name is Monty Cormac Fuzz or Monty for short. <laughs> um, so yeah, Monty Cormac Fuzz. He's uh... is Mon- Monticore is one word. <laughs> yeah. Monticore. I looked up names of famous tigers and that was the funniest one. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's it's the, like a manticore, but different. Yeah. It, it's the tiger that attacked um what's his name Roy but 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 Montecor is much more pleasant than 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 uh that tiger he doesn't randomly attack his his handlers um yeah he was in the war and he now uses his services so I'm thinking I'm thinking depending on who you were thinking to be in the town I'm thinking like I work now maybe as like a security for like someone in the town not like a but someone who's kind of shitty. Like someone who I'll eventually have to like walk away from. You know, so not to... not like the sheriff, not like the bank. No, you're like about. like either like the railway or like the rich dude or some other business owner in the town, like okay, who doesn't okay. exist yet. Like something like that, where like the guy I work for is kind of shady, but it's like you know after the war I needed to find work, so like this is just what I do until I until mm. I find a a righteous cause. Okay. Cool. Um, and I'm I'm just trying to pull up the blurb about gunslinger. Yeah, it's it's a lot like the fighter. A believer that gunslinging is more complex than the general population is led to think. Where some are satisfied with simply point and shoot, crackshots see potential in their weaponry. They use their firearms as tools rather than weapons, putting intent into their shots. Crack shots can use their firearms to distract, disarm, push, or otherwise impair their targets. They also wield a combative know-how, which allows them to manipulate themselves, their allies, and their opponents to their tactical advantage. So yeah, you're, it does sound like a fighter, basically. Yeah, it's That's pretty cool. much like, it's a lot like the Battlemaster fighter, just like kind of reflavored right. mm-hmm. for Western. Cool. Uh, but no. also they kind of, it's kind of weird because it's cool how there's like the gunslinger and then there's the wielder. So if you want to play like a more melee fighter in this system, you go for the wielder, right. but then there's the gunslinger for, for guns, but they're both kind right. of the fighter. Well, and the, the miss misfire is, is going to be my favorite thing when that comes up. So I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. Game. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of dreading that one a little bit, but. <laughs> um, okay. Um, so let's get into it. Mr. Tabaxi gunslinger. All right, so yeah, for my abilities, I I used point by, which I've already just put them in. So because I feel bad if I roll too high, and then if I roll too low, I just like end up playing really really cowardly characters. So this is this is me protecting myself from myself, uh, just making sure I'm nice in the middle. I'm not going to do anything ridiculous. Um, so yeah, I'll just go through them. I went strength twelve, dexterity sixteen. This is after, like, Tabaxi get plus two to dexterity, plus one to charisma as well. So this is after those bonuses. So yeah, 16 dexterity, 14 constitution, eight intelligence. He's a a simple man, Monty Cormac Fuzz. Uh, 12 wisdom, though. He's he's got some wisdom. And uh, 14 charisma. Makes sense. The wisdom bit. Yeah. And then the intelligence bit. That lines up with generally how um, how you've described your character. Yeah, at first I was going to go 10 and 10 for intelligence and wisdom because that'd be the same number of points. But then I thought about it. I was like, no, I want to lean into more of a more of a folksy wisdom than an actual right. book smarts. So I'm going to make sure to make lots of bad guys with intelligence saving throws. <laughs> perfect, perfect. <laughs> so then for, for my, my skill proficiencies for Gunslinger, well, I guess Tabaxi, so I get Perception and Stealth, to ba- all Tabaxi, just get that. And then... I'm definitely taking Intimidation as one of my Gunslinger ones. 
Um, and then athletics and survival I get from my background, but I still get one more gunslinger one. That's one of the things I haven't quite picked, but I'm leaning towards... I'm leaning towards insight, but I haven't written off animal handling, but, but I am leaning towards its insight. I think I'm going to go insight. I think that feels more right for the character. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, it falls in line with the high wisdom. It falls in line with um, a post-war character. I think they, yeah. He, in other words, he's seen some shit. I thought of that for a moment because of the wisdom, but yeah, but then I was like, mm-hmm. he wasn't in the cavalry. He was just like, literally, he was one of the guys who stood in a line with a gun. He is an know? animal. Yeah. <laughs> Handle me, as the kids say. What, what's his name again? Monty? Monticore. Monty McFuzz. McFuzz. Or yeah, Monticore <laughs> is, his, is his full name, but Monty McFuzz. Yeah, he, he he's never going to, like, once we get going, he's not going to introduce himself as Monticore. Like, he tells people his name is Monty McFuzz. Right. Like, I, I don't think, like, no one knows his name is Monticore unless he tells them. It's like, that's kind of, it's one of those things, like, he, he doesn't like going by Monticore, you know. It's too fancy for him. But yeah, then my background also gives me tool proficiencies, land vehicles, and then a gaming set. I haven't picked the gaming set yet. I feel like I'm going to leave that blank until till a bit later in the process. Especially, you never yeah. know You never know when someone else is going to end up with gaming set proficiency, and then obviously you always want to pick the same one. You don't have to, but it's it's tempting <laughs> as hell, right? Because then... You got to be... It's got liar's dice, right? It's well, got to be liar's dice. I actually was thinking about that potentially. Yeah, no. But, mm-hmm. but we'll see what everyone does. Because it's like, yeah, it's it's always fun when the group has like a type of game all their characters are serious about uh and then apparently there's no tabaxi <laughs> language which feels rude um is but, rude. but you get common and one extra um i'm probably gonna pick goblin as i'm just like as tom is biased to do but but i haven't i think i'm gonna leave it i'm gonna leave that one blank for a moment yeah um, i might you might want to stray towards um the races in snakes and saloons because those are the characters that'll be popping yeah up no and that's what i was thinking i might just pick one of those ones instead but i think I'm i, I, that I think that would make now. sense for your character as well yeah yeah for sure oh yeah and i said i was picking the crack shot and then i have to pick some equipment things but that's yeah i got a revolver a duster coat <laughs> no a way. bowie knife and then i'll, I'll take a, take a lever rifle not a derringer and then an explorer's pack over a dungeoneer's pack um oh fighting style i'm gonna take marksman Gives me a bit more ranged accuracy. Um, yeah, and then I'm gonna have some maneuvers for the the crack shot. I don't know if I'll bother going through which ones I'm gonna pick because I'm still like I have a pretty good idea which ones I'm gonna take, but I'm not a hundred percent decided yet. But yeah, I feel like I've actually gone through most of it there. Yeah, no, that sounds good. Yeah, um, that was way quicker than I'm gonna be for the record. <laughs> to be fair, I'm, I was like doing it while we were talking, so by the time I started, I was like. 90% done secretly. I'm not a secret anymore. My only other thought is like, whereabouts in the town do you live? Um, yeah. Well, like, so that's what I was going to ask you. It depends on like, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm open to like who he works for, but I feel like, yeah, some kind of like slimy businessman, like a Plompington type. So, but, but are, do you, so do you live, I guess you live where you work. This is the Walled West, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I feel like, I feel like I'm just like, like I'm a night guard or something. Yeah. So I just like live there. Yeah. Okay. So, so I think you're you're pretty in you're in town. Your job includes room and board. I think that makes sense. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, I I think I think that you, you you should work for the rancher. I think that's, that that does that's make a lot of sense to me. Yeah. If if you were saying that, I was thinking that would make the most sense. 
Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I feel like to to be, like, someone who kind of, yeah, patrols the perimeter of the fields. Like, one of his, the rancher would have, I imagine, a couple kind of hired guns. For sure. Absolutely. What Actually, with that in mind, what language, does the language make sense? Does the rancher speak a, a specific language? Oh, or? that's an interesting thought. I haven't given the race to cool. the rancher. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave my language blank for now, then, I think. I'll just, I'm literally, because yeah. I'm, I'm, I just want to match it with either a member of the party or, like, an NPC that makes sense is, like, what I think I'm going to do. I think that, oh, man, I really want to make them a cactoid, because that's so cool. <laughs> Just a oh, cactoid man. in a white suit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, man. Just a fat cactoid in a white suit with the white cowboy Guys, hat. Guys, <laughs> I know it's not my turn yet, but I just read this and I need to share it with you. The Rigaru have keen senses. You have advantage on all perception checks that rely on smell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Woo! You need it. See, this is it's this is specifically turn. why I didn't want to go in order for magic like that that was going <laughs> to pop up. Actually, Tabaxi have this cool thing that I didn't know about. I actually like this a lot. So it's called feline agility. So yeah, so basically, when you move, you can double your speed for one turn. Um, but once you've used this ability, you can't use it again until you move zero feet on a turn. Oh, cool. But like, yeah, so it's like it recharges every time you go zero. So you can kind of like long term, you're not moving faster, but you can do these like quick bursts of tiger like speed. I like it. Oh, and dark vision. I actually didn't realize that. Okay, cool. I got used to not having dark vision. Oh, yeah, that is a little weird that the uh, extraterrestrials don't have dark vision when <laughs> when like they navigate by stars. So like you don't have dark vision. Oh, man, that's jokes. I wonder if I <laughs> but maybe but maybe they're used to relying on technology that gives them night vision so oh that's true. Why maybe they don't have it you lost your you lost your night vision goggles in the crash <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know if you crashed is it did you did you come here like to study us or was it a crash landing uh no I, yeah i was definitely put here i wasn't uh i'm not like a <laughs> victim of circumstance i was I, I chose to be here for sure true true cool okay so i think uh i think you're on alex right I, Corey rolled a four and you rolled a nine uh yeah absolutely well i might as well say i've never played i mean i think i've never played a spellcaster. i i must have at some point but never in like a long campaign so i'm super excited for that um are you looking for everyone to use the point by system or how did you want no to no 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 I, I want i want everyone to build their character how they like i don't particularly care as we've discussed but um yeah, no, whatever, as long as it's a reasonable way of <laughs> making your stats. Yeah, Corey's way of making his character is just putting an 18 in everything. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him. 18 again, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'll stick to the rules that I have uh, that I grew up with, I guess, and do 4d6, drop the lowest, if that's cool. Cool. 16, not bad start. 7. Excellent follow-up. I guess I don't need to commentate on all of them. I have 13. I mean, it's fine. You can always cut out the in-between if you want. Yeah, yeah, fair play. No, but I'm like, why am I doing color commentary? 12. Oh, 12. <laughs> wow, that's less than 16. Oh. <laughs> 12. Here, one more. 14. Okay, so 16, 14, 13, 12, 12, 7. Okay. Um, what do you think? I think I'm going to throw my 
16. Uh, hang on one sec. Oh, it's going to be boring for a second. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to put my 16 in Wisdom, uh, which becomes a 17 because of my uh, Rugaru background. Oh yeah, did you say what, um, you said spellcaster, did you say what class you're going to be? Oh, sorry, yeah, I'm going to be a shaman, um, and I'm also a Rugaru, Ruga, how did we say it's pronounced? Uh, I go Rugaru. I don't know, I've only ever seen it written. I think it's Rugaru based on like how the other one's pronounced, but I don't actually know. I've only seen it written. I like that better anyways, we're going to go Rugaru. Because that's French, right? Like Rugaru. Like, yeah. I don't know. How do, how do they talk in Louisiana? <laughs> I've never been. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. <laughs> I think exactly like that, Tom. Yeah. So uh, the Ruger are a race of wolf people akin to werewolves, uh, but I'm not a werewolf. I was born a wolf person. I will die a wolf person, unlike werewolves who are magically created from other werewolves. Ernest. Ernest Debruchet. <laughs> Ernest. I can only think of. Uh, I can't. Okay, so I'm debating the the movie Ernest, the Ernest, <laughs> the Jim Varney uh, movies. movies. Genuinely yeah. debating between Ernest and Leonard. I don't know. They both sound uh, like. I love Ernie is so good. I, lo- I Ernest lo- is funnier for sure. It's it's so funny, and I cannot picture a wolf named Ernest. So I love it. <laughs> okay, well I'm in. It's Ernest for sure. Um. Ernest, what's the last name, sir? Uh, Debruche, D-E-B-R-O-U-C-H-E with an accent. Depending on which spells you take, like some people argue that like constitution can be more important because like right. yeah. wisdom matters I, for everything mm-hmm. that has like a save or attack roll and stuff like that. But like if you're planning to take a lot of spells that like don't have saves or attack rolls anyways, like sometimes just concentration is more important. Well, and I, I like constitution, like constitution just means more HP too. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's mm-hmm. a skill I've, I've started valuing yeah. more and more. But more, I mean, like I know out. sometimes with certain spellcasters, like, cause I, I'm mentioning, cause like you've said you hadn't played them tons, but like, I know sometimes if I'm going to like, if I'm playing a spellcaster, who's going to be like affecting the enemy a lot, then I care a lot about having like the main ability high. But if it's like, if I'm planning to do a lot of like, buff spells and stuff then i'm like well maybe i want my constitution higher anyways just to have better concentration checks right yeah yeah yeah. okay i didn't think about that okay cool then i'm gonna put a i'm gonna put a 12 in strength and then i'm gonna put the 14 in constitution which becomes a 16 Uh, and then my strength is 12 and then i'm just debating between a 13 a 12 and a 7 for dex intelligence and charisma and i think the idea of like a mildly clumsy guy is like sort of right up my alley or maybe it's in charisma. Yeah, it's in charisma. Um, and a seven is a minus two, right? Or minus one? Uh, minus two for seven. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I thought. Yeah, seven, a seven is a minus two, right? Okay. And it's it's divided by two minus ten, or minus ten divided by two. I mean, it's right? just, right. yeah, it's the rounding of the decimal place. That's the issue. Um, but yeah. It always rounds down. So... Uh, final stat line is strength 12, dex 12, constitution 16, intelligence 13, wisdom 17, charisma 7. And there's some other cool shit here. Uh, I have beastly endurance, which means any amount of levels of exhaustion are just equal to, oh, one less. Sweet. So I get one less level of exhaustion. And I have this thing called spirit of fury, um, 
when I suffer damage that drops my current HP to less than half of my HP max, I can activate this feature and I add four to my strength score and it lasts for a minute. What? Oh, nice. That's yeah. sick. Yeah, so that's kind of fucking cool. <laughs> Berserker. Um, oh, but then uh, at the start of each of my turns, I must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, I attack the nearest creature to me. <laughs> that's that is so fucking yeah, cool. That, I love that. That's idea. really cool. But also, if you end up being our only melee guy, though, that's actually like, well, it could be bad in certain circumstances. It's less bad if you end up being our only close range guy. But I may mm-hmm. use my reaction to activate this feature. It's not a thing that has to happen. So, oh, that's, true, true. so that's interesting. So I can play with that a little bit. Is it only when when you cross that threshold? That's or correct. Is it- it's not like any time I have less than half health. It's gotcha. like when I cross that line. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I want him to be uh, like... 45 they live up to 65 or 75 years so he's he's up there you know like he's relatively old yeah yeah more more white than uh black more white fur than than black or brown yeah um okay yeah let's get into the interesting stuff so at first level i start down my shamanic path um animism and totemism yeah i love the idea of you're a wolf and you're just turning into other animal spirits like that's hilarious (laughs) for whatever reason (laughs) i think that's so funny yeah i think he's i think he's totemism just based on flavor Mm -hmm. uh because i think he's more communicating with nature than souls or communion i should say so totemists channel the influence of specific animal spirits in order to physically represent the traits of those spirits Those who channel the bear are given strength and are made more resilient to physical damage. Those who channel the wolf, I mean, it's got to be, right? (laughs) I I think it has to be, yeah. (laughs) Are made more hardy and packed like by their wolf spirits. Yeah, no, not necessarily. But you're already a wolf, right? You could be a wolf who's channeling a bear. Nothing wrong with that. Or or an eagle. So you're more agile and dexterous. Eagle's funnier. Eagle's funnier, too, if you, like, in character, are constantly talking about how you're channeling the eagle. Like, to be honest, that's hilarious as shit. I I mean, I'd also it also lets me fly, Tom. Oh, is that what it does? I missed that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. Um, yeah, okay. I'm going to channel the eagle. It's done. God damn it. The classic eagle wolf. <laughs> oh, nice. Like a, like a fly. You, you have to end on the ground, but that's cool. Yeah. Nice. The first time you do it, like, I'm not going to buy it too, but then you're just going to, like, do it, like, hop up, like, fucking 35 feet, and I'll be like, oh, I guess he could channel the eagle. Uh, oh, man. And you get to. Uh, I don't know when this kicks in. Oh, that's 11th eleventh uh, level when you get to once per turn, you can disengage as a free action and you may dash as a bonus action. That's awesome. Oh, that's super cool. <laughs> as an eagle. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. So obviously my spirit companion, which I get, is an eagle. It obviously <laughs> is. Yeah. It has to be, yeah. That's sweet. That is super cool. <laughs> so as a bonus action i can channel my spirit companion and either gain advantage on all wisdom checks and wisdom saving throws for the next five minutes or i can add my wisdom modifier to my attack rolls and damage rolls for the next 30 seconds oh shit that's cool yeah so at second level uh, my touch becomes blessed uh, i get a healing pool basically that is hit points equal to my shaman level uh times five and uh it replenishes when i take a long rest and I draw power from the pool. Oh, cool. So I can heal um, like up to that level of HP. 
with my touch. Right. It is straight up lay on hands. Right. I'm pretty sure that's word for word. And I think that's basically it for besides like me picking my spells, which I feel like I should do on my own time. Well, unless you guys think differently. Well, you could also do like similar to what I did and like do it as people like I've I've picked two of my three trick shots by now, for example, but not all three. Right. And like the third one, I might wait to see kind of what Corey's picking. Like, so you could even like start picking your spells, but then even at some point, like. Yeah, start in. picking your sp- spells and then, yeah, we can we can go over those things after Corey does yeah, cool. his thing. I, I like that idea. Cool. Um, before we get into that, um, Alex, why don't you tell us a little more about your character um, backstory, um, what you're thinking. I mean, no pressure to, yeah, to, to spew facts. But. Yeah, so basically like Ernest came from a faraway uh, place where the Rugaru are plentiful, uh, which we can name at some point and he was sort of cast out from the town because he was super into like spiritual stuff and everyone just wanted to do like physical contests of strength and uh physical Mm. labor and that sort of stuff but he had a curiosity yeah i pictured i pictured you like yeah wandering into some some area close by like a a forest of sorts uh, seeing some spirit fly by obviously an eagle yeah there was an eagle Um, totem in the woods and uh mm -hmm. it spoke to me um i may have like eaten one too many uh of the mushrooms because i didn't like you know (laughs) have anything uh i I didn't really prepare this i was sort of cast out so uh i was just eating what i could find and and uh had this vision of the eagle and then um oh god i gotta name my eagle spirit companion too (laughs) why don't you just name him leonard (laughs) <laughs> yeah fair i love that you already had a name ready yeah it's true uh yeah so leonard came down and uh spoke to me oh you don't have to just <laughs> yeah no i like it i'm keeping it lenny lenny came down and spoke to me and you know told me there was a deeper meaning to life and uh so i sort of realized after a while that i couldn't just live in the forest and i needed to have access to something like the town and and some sort of money so I started working in the mine, but, um, you know, at yeah, mine or, or the railroad <laughs> tracks, I don't know which one's more what you want, but I think that's, that's the hard laborious work that, um, or farming, I guess, but it sounded like that wasn't more what your, uh, skill set. What, what, which of those do you think interests, uh, Ernest? I think honestly the, the farming, because it's like closer to nature and, and in the outdoors. Okay. Well, all of those would be in the outdoors, but, um, Oh really? Uh, maybe not mine. Uh, not mining, I guess. The the railroads would be. Outdoors. Although you could argue that like the mining camp would be very outdoors. Yeah, yeah, they would all be outdoors. I, also, I I don't want to push you away from because that that also is a good bridge between uh, your character and Tom's character. Um, is maybe you've seen each other around on shifts or whatever if you're farming. You know, I only work at night, but not because I'm a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> Also, you know, the standard mushroom trip revelation of, man, I've got to really get some money. <laughs> got to go in and work and join society. <laughs> to, to, afford, to afford my mushroom trips. <laughs> or like, do I work in the town or do I just live on the edge of town and like go into town for supplies? 
Yeah, no, you, you definitely don't have to. The, like, those are just the available jobs to you. But that's, you, yeah, that's you why can... I was pointing out that the mining camp might be more like wilderness, right? Because mm-hmm. like, I assume they're not mining like right next to the town. I assume you got to like go down oh, the trail yeah. out to the mountain. Yeah, that's right. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like that would probably be a little bit remote, I imagine. Yeah, the thing is, is is Ernest has has a habit of collecting books and tomes. And he needed to needed to find a way to pay for that habit, so he went to the the most available uh, job opportunity that was closest to his uh, hut, which was the uh, the mine. Oh, there should be nice. there, there needs to be like a school in the town where the like, but the school is like really shitty because like there's obviously not a lot of kids. There there is a school in the town. Yeah, yeah, and then oh. and then that's where all the books are because the children need the books to learn. <laughs> but Ernest, Ernest has beef. There's, there is a there is a school and there's a connecting library as well. Nice, awesome. Yeah, Ernest, Ernest has beef with like the teacher there because I'm assuming there's a <laughs> there's only one teacher there. There, there is only one teacher. R- right, right. Or, or we can figure out what the beef is later. But the the important part <laughs> is is like Ernest does not like there's the teacher beef. there. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because they're not teaching in the Ruguru language. Oh, and there's Ruguru so, kids in the class. Is there even a Ruguru language or is it like Tabaxi where they're just like, no, you speak common? I didn't want to bring this up because there definitely is. <laughs> nice. It's called Ruguru. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Hilarious. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure these guys did all of that. Like the, the people who made snakes in saloons. Yeah, they put more effort in than the Tabaxi people. They didn't even give them a language. This is heresy. This is what kind of cultural? I mean, that's why you shouldn't this. go to Wizards of I the mean, Coast for your D and D. Why don't we? Man. Why don't we just say there is one? No, I I will not. This stain is going to be brought up in the campaign. How the the language of the Tabaxi has been lost to time. I love that. Monty Monty's going to bring it up. But yeah, I was thinking uh, he's a scholar as a background, just so you know. And uh, yeah, that's it. I think that's uh, I think that's pretty much it. Unless you have um, anything else you want me to tackle, like I'm going to get into skills and stuff uh, while Corey does his. So I've been toying with the idea of there being multiple saloons in the town because in a big city there really should be. But I think for the <laughs> one, one don't makes really... sense though because it's like it's the biggest city, but it's also not. Or maybe I'm wrong. How big is it? <laughs> yeah, I guess it depends on how many people are around. It's not that big, but it's like there's a mining operation and like it, there should be more than one saloon. That's all. But I, I think maybe there's just like one good saloon. And yeah. The rest and the other one's like shitty. Dives. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And there's, and there's like probably a like a watering hole up by the, yeah. the mining camp. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. But that's what I was. That was what I was even joking with before. If you're doing like the multi day long rests. You could make the different like ones cost different amounts, but if you stay in the shitty ones, you have to roll like an encounter check before you long rest or something. <laughs> yeah, encounter check, or or even just like a straight up, how good was your sleep roll? <laughs> yeah, but the, that's what. Yeah, because the encounter could be something like shitty sleep or like roll against disease. Like the encounter doesn't have to right, be like right. a fight or a robbery. It could just be like some mm-hmm, other mm-hmm. encounter you had at this shitty lodging. That's so funny. <laughs> Do I risk it or walk the extra kilometer? Well, especially because if you like, depending on how many days you pick, if you got to like pick a couple days, you're like, oh, I don't know. We could save a few bucks here, but we might get filth fever or whatever the fuck. <laughs> right. Did you say dilf fever? Filth fever. I think that's <laughs> okay. legitimately a D&D disease, but I could gotcha, be Gotcha. Okay. It sounds familiar. Not, not dads I'd like to fuck fever. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Maybe that could be the, the most deadly disease in Deadwood. <laughs> the Dilf yeah, I mean, virus. I mean, who knows who we're going to meet at the bar? <laughs> <laughs> we suck. Uh, that is something. That's a good point um, to bring up here, maybe. And I'll probably address it in our actual uh, play. Um, but uh, I am going to be using a multiple uh, day long rest system. Uh, which is a variant in the actual rules of D&D, I believe. But uh, I, I am kind of making it up as I go along so that it makes sense with our characters. But something I want you guys to consider is sleeping overnight doesn't heal your gunshot wounds. Um, you're, you, you still are magical. So there'll be, it's, uh, we're going to basically be using like a, a week, your weekend heals your wounds well, as and opposed we, to. Because we can still, and we, when we take the eight hours, like we, sh- we can short rest, right? It's just that the long That's rest right. is only, yeah, yeah. So we can still, That's like, it's not like we're totally, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and like for spell slots and everything, those return overnight or those they, with like uh, an actual like week long or weekend long rest. That's correct. Your spell slots will not return until, but but that being said, I will build the encounters with that in mind. So it, it's no, not, and um, that's why it's sick because then like you're not pressured to make like every fight like an epic boss fight. Right, like, yeah, it's, <laughs> we 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 go into fights thinking like how many, like how much of our resources do we want to commit to this, right? Like, and that's yeah. and that's the end goal too is to make you guys uh, like I I don't want you to be spell starved, but at the same, in that same breath, I want you to be more, um, to think about it more. Hmm. Like you, your spells carry more weight. But on the flip side, and if anything, the fact that like Alex, you picked a shaman highlights why this is, is like, like it also to make exploration still like a challenge when one person's a shaman, you like kind of have to. <laughs> right. Cause even like Goodberry, like Goodberry just like feeds us for like, like a solid like 24 hours for like a first level spell, mm-hmm. which is like for a lot of Western plots, like you add Goodberry in there and it's just like, well, we've suddenly solved the entire problem. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you guys needed food. Here we go. <laughs> now we're just going to go to sleep for the night. We'll get you more in the morning. <laughs> Having said that, Goodberry yeah. will still probably be an amazing choice though. For sure. <laughs> Goodberry is a fantastic spell. Like it would be, it would be like, overpowered normally it'll still be top tier even with less mm-hmm. resting oh god i'm struggling on my skills oh sorry yeah we didn't do your skills do you want to do that with everyone or do you want to think about it more else? uh yeah sure i mean i get athletics um as part of my race i get history and investigation as part of my background and i'm choosing to for shaman um and there's yeah the, i'm choosing between insight medicine nature perception religion and survival like all these things seem to fit my character um and i didn't take arcana either which seems silly i uh like i feel like he's perceptive but perceptive and insight are different things too though right yeah oh god do you guys think religion medicine or insight is like more like into what my character is because i feel like he needs to take survival yeah survival is what i was gonna say and medicine probably but medicine or religion i know or religion because you're spiritual well because also the thing with medicine could go either way because on one hand yeah medicine but also like if your guy has like spiritual healing maybe he doesn't know like actual you know right yeah, yeah like, that's one that, that one I always feel can go either way. Like if you have magic healing, point, I could actually. I on one hand think mm-hmm. it totally makes sense for a magic healer to learn healing because they're like, well, this is what I do. But on the flip side, it's like if it's not your main thing, I could see someone being like, 
If you're more of a jack of all trades, you might be like, well, why would I bother learning this? I already got my well, eagle yeah, spear. Even outside of all that, it, 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 like not jack of all trades thing. Like, why why would you bother learning <laughs> CPR if you could just magically touch somebody and they're they're perfectly fine? Triage, uh, yeah. man, triage. What if you have lots of <laughs> people at once and only so much lay on hands left? <sighs> yeah, one with re- how many uh, times religion. has Ernest run into? But that's that what situation. I'm getting at. Yeah, if you're not like a specialist, it might make sense to <laughs> branch out. It's like that Harry Potter thing where it's like allegedly canon that wizards would just shit on the floor and magically make it disappear <laughs> so they they just never invented toilets <laughs> but there's bathrooms though yeah you need a spot to shit on the floor you just no, you don't no, do it in the hallway but i think oh, it's like I it's but i think i think it's an extension of that. i think it's like it's supposed to be that like they took them from muggles eventually but like they didn't do it on their own <laughs> right, right, right i think that is mentioned like, like pre 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 contact yeah. <laughs> We're going to have all the Harry Potter fans writing into us telling me <laughs> exactly how I'm wrong. Yeah, we're probably both wrong in different ways, <laughs> specifically, too. So now there's like a well-crafted complaint coming in. Hell yeah. There's armor called d- a duster. That's fucking yeah, that's, amazing. That's my that's my default. That's like the, the armor my class starts with, in fact. Yeah, the padded duster, which I imagine is something like studded leather. That's what I want, like yeah. Guess. I yeah. got a regular duster, a padded duster. That's the dream. That's what they'd call oh, me if yeah, I played sorry. hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> padded <laughs> duster. <laughs> anyway. Do you weigh 13 pounds? <laughs> and cost 45 gold pieces? Yeah. Tell us about yourself, Corey. Like the basic idea that came up with first to, to try and flesh out this character is that he's he's like an extraterrestrial who was put onto Earth to like study cows because my race is like obsessed with specifically cows like we, we like pull them up with our tractor beams um to, to study them we don't we don't kill the cows for their meat we found like we're a, a, an advanced enough society that we found a way to to like eat cow meat without like harming the cow like, like we just create it in our uh like matter reform or whatever yes yeah. like you grow it or okay whatever. exactly yeah, yeah. But you do eat cow. It's just a clone cow. Right. So so like we keep cows as like pets and like they, they okay. hold a special place in our society. We, we don't harm them. And we, we think it's like despicable that people <laughs> people in, in this plane do kill them and eat them. So like what I was sent on onto Earth to I do. I love this character already. <laughs> is like travel the plains, like releasing cows from their like in, enclosements so that they can roam freely like they do on... Um, in our society. On Earth, we call them enclosures. <laughs> <laughs> are the cows that get used for farms fatter than the cows in your society? In which case, are they pudgier and therefore cuter? <laughs> so, so the yeah, the cows in my society are at like a healthy weight for a cow, whatever their natural weight is supposed to be, <laughs> which I, I don't know what that is. But yeah, that's, I have no idea. That, I just assume I just assume that farm cows are fat. Maybe I, they must be right. <laughs> yeah, they must be fat and like muscular. It's it's two hundred and seventeen pounds. Yeah, it is the is the ideal cow cow There's weight. No way mm-hmm. it's that. Yeah, yeah exactly. There's no way it's that. Light. <laughs> I, I, have no, I have no idea. That, that I was, wasn't going to call you out because I had no idea, but I was like, I know that's too light. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, there's there's somehow like more docile after generations of being domesticated as pets. Can you please just specifically call them enclosements for the entirety of the campaign? <laughs> Is that what I said? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it's it's not a word that I use day to day. So I mean, <laughs> but it sounds more oh, ominous than enclosure. It, That's why I like it. Like an yeah, enclosement. This is what I'm an enclosement sounds way more impressive than an enclosure, it's, and I like yeah. that. Yeah, when it sounds like it's exactly accurate, what an extraterrestrial <laughs> would call an enclosure, because like, it makes sense <laughs> or like, a fence. It, it yeah, makes sense. we understand what you mean. Right. Yeah. The, the point of words is to convey the message that you are trying to convey. So <laughs> it worked. Yeah. So, okay. So also like part of his training, part of his job training before being sent onto this plane is, was to listen to like old country, Western cowboy songs and watch old Western movies. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, so um, his earth identity, <laughs> his name's Wayne Lefty Poncho. And and he learned common by um like listening to John Wayne movies or like the equivalent in um <laughs> whatever whatever the, the snakes and saloons equivalent to Hollywood is, whatever they produce. Wayne John movies. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's who that's who I am. Sorry, Corey. I I just thought of something. Is your uh do you guys have a language? It's just called extraterrestrial. Okay. Um, can can I, yes is the answer. Can I say because I get to choose two languages as a scholar? Can I say that like I well I guess as a scholar it probably should be in a book. But I was thinking I just went on like an, another mushroom trip and like saw <laughs> aliens in like the woods and they like taught me this language. Absolutely, yeah, that sounds amazing. Alternatively, you know the lost Tabaxi language because you're a scholar. <laughs> or what if we were both like abducted years ago? And so that's like the like like we all no no but then we'll just go back to the lock all knowing Loxodon doing the huddles never mind I don't want to <laughs> I was thinking I could have been abducted during the war you were mining it would have all made sense right we were all remote but no 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 never mind I was not abducted I've changed my mind I, I think he, it it might make sense for you to know extraterrestrial if you were abducted Alex but other than that I don't think it makes sense on a on a mushroom trip okay. So if you want it to be canon that you were abducted on a mushroom trip. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, it could have been. But I I mean, like, you know what I mean? You you can't just have like somehow figured out this language by tripping balls. Wait, can can shamans shapeshift? What if I had turned into a cow? I think once you're level seven, polymorph has to be on the list. But that was what I was looking for. I don't think wild. I think wild shape is like not something they get though. I mean, which was what surprised me. You could have been wearing like a cow skin as as like clothing. (laughs) Oh, true. Oh my god! Can we (laughs) say as part of as like a ritual? (laughs) So I have hide armor. I can start with hide armor. (laughs) I will personally say that I think that it would be more useful for you not to know extraterrestrial. Okay, but he does right. get two languages, to be fair. I do- well, one of them is his language. No? Oh, no, 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 no. As a scholar, I get two more. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I just thought it would be funny. It's really not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, so you're because you're going to have common your language and two extras. So that's the thing. Like, with two extras, it's less ridiculous. But then I will agree, Andrew, if you're down, that I know, like, the lost tabaxi language that pitch that you had before. <laughs> so this whole time I'm I trying, to, that's I'm trying so to convince funny. Tom that there, no, there is a language. And he's like, no, there's not. I, I was going to say, I, I will not believe this made-up language. <laughs> that is so, that's such a great joke. <laughs> I just want that to be true. Oh, man. Tom, do you like that? Do you not like that? I think it's up to Tom, yeah. I, 
I mean, like, yeah. I, I don't intend to ever acknowledge it. So so whether or not right. there is, Monty will never. And I think that's hilarious that he actually knows it and you will never acknowledge he actually knows it. I do think it's more ridiculous than extraterrestrial is all I will say. But but that's just a separate thing. I, I disagree. I think it's way more reasonable that he would find something like that. If, if you are a species that would exist in this world. But if no tabaxi know it, why does this random guy know it? Well, do no tabaxi know it? How do you know no tabaxi know it? Maybe you just no, don't know No, but Tom, it. I was thinking it's like, it's like ancient Greek. Like I can't understand ancient Greek at all. It's similar to modern day Greek, but like, but there's people out there who can speak ancient Greek, right? But not your your average Greek doesn't know ancient Greek. It's exactly that's a, a fantastic analogy. Oh no, no, but not for your, sure. Like, your average Greek doesn't know ancient Greek, but a scholar who would read up on it would know. And ancient so Greek. I think, I mean, again, like this is a waste of a language for me, like essentially, <laughs> except for funniness. So like, I don't mm-hmm, care. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm more saying like, I feel like we should commit to like, if one of their things is that there are traveling people and their language is lost, I should, you know, we should at least commit to it. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm down. Let's, let's forget about that. That's totally cool. Again, I think it's your uh, your call, Tom. I, I, I just, yeah, I thought it was funny. And I will say, I think it's less ridiculous than him knowing extraterrestrial. Now that I think about it, though, it sort of does take away from Tom's whole thing of like, because he, he wants to rage against the fact that there's no. And, yes, and no, and, it does and take and away to me, from we're that. sort of Absolutely. joking the joke. So let's just let's just not do that because that's fine because then I just don't have to. I don't even think I want to rage against it. He just like acknowledges that it doesn't exist. Right. But yeah, 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 no, but I just think like, yeah, you can have a little more fun with that if it's like your thing, though. Um, but anyways, Corey was making a fucking character. Sorry about that, buddy. <laughs> yeah, so... Oh, that's okay. Corey, that's it for this week. Yeah, that's week. it. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, co- tuning in for part two where I finish my character. Um, so... Fuck, fuck, do I want to split it at that point, though? Surprisingly, no dark vision. Oh, no. <laughs> we didn't reveal it earlier. Uh, no, <laughs> nobody knew that. No dark vision on extraterrestrials. Although I do have this ability called Star Tracer, and oh, right, and it allows me to navigate accurately by looking at the sky and like determining my position on on whatever planet this is called. Um, you know, you know, it's going to call for a cloudy forecast sometimes. Well, yeah, we got to roll some weather checks. Hell yeah! And we we also kind of revealed earlier we did reveal that <laughs> that uh we have proficiency in the mechanic skill um which is exciting to be able to use we yeah we already went over the languages and there are three different pigments that i can choose from like skin colors um and they give me different for your natural color right you can you um shape shift is that the right word i don't think so i think i just have have this look i could probably like put makeup on or something and try and hide it but I think one of really? them gets. I think one oh, of them I, gets it. I guess I just assumed that was a thing. Do people know that uh, extraterrestrials are a thing in the world? I thought you were. I, I, I assumed that you were trying to blend in. Th- but maybe this is just- this is for the record why I thought these races were ridiculous because it's just like <laughs> it just accepts now that like aliens and that's why I didn't understand. I was like I think like extraterrestrial makes more sense than a language that doesn't exist given that they're out and about. But one of them, I think, does get... Yes, absolutely. Disguises. Sorry, yeah, no, if that's the case, then I 100% agree. 
Oh no, I'm wrong. I thought one of them got disguise self as like a spell like ability, but now I don't see uh, it. they have minor illusion, one of them does. I guess maybe I was just thinking that. Yeah, no, I then I, no, no, I but completely I, agree. I with agree what you with you that it's a reasonable time. assumption though, for the record, that mm-hmm. aliens would be secret. <laughs> yeah, and like my character story is like, oh, he's just, he hasn't been in cities before. He's just been like wandering the plains releasing right. <laughs> releasing these poor cows. Mm-hmm. But anyway, my the pigment I chose, orange pigment, it's um, like a, a charisma, charming, influential based pigment. That's not what the pigment is made of, but that's what <laughs> that's what it, it instills in me. <laughs> no, um, it's a pigment. It's it's an orange based pigment that <laughs> gives you charisma because you're made, orange. made from the sense. orange orange tree. <laughs> <laughs> Strange, strangely, it's green. No, um, <laughs> no, it gives me it gives me the friends cantrip without having to like study any of that. Uh, the first level spell charm person get that at level three, and once we get to level five, I get column emotions, and I have yet to look what, up what that one does because we're not at level five yet. But I'm excited to find it, out it, it, exactly what it sounds like. I bet it is. The other abilities I get are. Uh, limited telepathy so when i touch a creature i can like instill words sounds or images into its mind so that's that could be interesting the other one i get is called mind scramble so it basically fills their fills their mind with mental static and if they're affected by it they're they just can't do anything for their turn they're stunned what the hell is his next class (laughs) uh like the other guys i'm using one of the Snakes and saloons. Yeah, classes. yeah. One of the one of the custom classes. This one's called Magus. Magus. I don't know what what the the status of the G is in this. In this it's got to be Magus, but I want it to be Magus. Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think it can be both, to be honest. Yeah. But maybe I'm wrong. I think well, likely. I think it's one of those ones where it depends on what what language. Yeah, what's the language of origin it? here? Extraterrestrial. It's apparently ma- it's ma- Magus. Apparently, ma- Magus is the default. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's like, but it's like magi, right? It's magic. You have magi points. It's got to be. I think mag- that's what I'm saying. I think magus? people, I think people say. One sec, I'm gonna listen again. Magus, yeah, magus. But, but you don't it, say magi, do you? You might say magi, but I think it is magus. But right. people might say magus, but like that's why I think it's both because I think people say both. And magus, what are, like it could be one of three. But yeah, apparently magus is like the, the proper pronunciation. <laughs> I'm gonna be saying Maggie points for the the campaign, so <laughs> so this isn't gonna be an issue. <laughs> um, uh, uh, so yeah, that's this, that's actually your name, right, Maggie? Uh, I guess what, what's in a name besides what people decide to call me? So I think I think we we determined that in season one with with oh yeah, asshole, Bubba Pork Chop, Ziggy Tusco, and <laughs> oh. yeah. Oh right, 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 right. right. <laughs> But yeah, it's Magi and Magus. That's why it's confusing. That's, so it's like not, it, those two words are not consistent. That's the official Oxford English Dictionary. We've, we've consulted with Miriam and Webster both, and they've come to the conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this, this class is kind of a mix between wizard and sorcerer. Like we, we have these points that we spend to like create spell slots, but we use the wizard spell list. Don't, isn't that... Isn't that what sorcerers do? Don't sorcerers use the wizard spell? No, list? they have. I'm pretty no, sure they have their own spell list. They, they did in old in like third edition. They did, but yeah, in fifth edition, they have a different spell list for the two. Hmm. They're like the sorcerers is like mostly just a shorter version with a few that the wizard doesn't have though. Like, there's a lot of overlap. Uh, what else is important from here? Um, we get a language. It's like a secret written like runic language called Rigoric. 
or rigoric. I don't know. This uh, <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot of funny looking words in here that that Wayne Lefty Poncho has never seen before. He doesn't know the common version of it. <laughs> he can only pronounce it an extraterrestrial, which you know our Earthling ears can't comprehend so but also now that we know it's both magus and magi it could also be rejoric for all we know yeah there you go the the game has just changed to levels that i have no idea what it is it's like uh, rhetoric it's rhetoric (laughs) yeah i think all g's should be like that where you can just pronounce them as hard or soft depending on how you feel like it right man let's all go for some bagels yeah dude or maybe maybe it's rich rich (laughs) yeah it's like richie rich that's actually Corey's rapper name, but um, let's, uh, what, what do we do? What, what system have you decided to use for your uh, skills? Um, I'm also a fan of uh, 46 drop the lowest. Four drop one. Yeah. As, as much as I'd love to do the 60, 20, just write down the numbers. I, I think I'm going <laughs> to, I think I'm going to do 46 <laughs> drop the lowest. Yeah. That's, that's a little too hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so let's find out what numbers I get. Guys, the uh, there's a spell called Druidcraft that's a cantrip that I would well call Shaman Craft, but I can create a tiny harmless sensory effect that predicts what the weather will be for the next 24 hours. So I thought that'd be just yeah. with your weather mechanic. <laughs> what a useless skill in every other game. No, I was going to say, it's, no, you know what? You know where that one's really good and like other ones like it when... Uh, like if you I did like a pirate campaign where I like kind of did stuff with like storms and like the wind on the oh, sea and sick. stuff and it was just so useful to be able to like look ahead yeah I wasn't even mad I was just relieved I was like yes now this stupid thing I've committed to sticking in the campaign is going to be very navigable No it's by true the I, and you I want love them to have the I'm, tricks right that's the thing. Yeah right right I love creating a, a landscape for them to be able to do stupid shit like that. But I've definitely been a player reading Druidcraft and being like, when will this ever be useful? <laughs> yeah, so that's awesome. I, I love finding uses for things that I've thought were useful and or sorry, useless in the past. Like true strike. Just kidding. True strike is pretty much always <laughs> useless. <laughs> well, one of one of the extraterrestrial pigments has true strike as their it's true as their free and, and fuck and fuck that one. The other two are clearly better because they don't <laughs> they don't have true strike. <laughs> All right, so I got my I got my six numbers here. It's four thirteens, a nine, and an eleven. For the four thirteens, I'm going to put them into uh, charisma, which becomes fifteen uh, intelligence. Does five E have reroll rules? Because that's low enough that in other editions that would be like a, a re-roll but i don't know uh, that's, that's up to the dm i think thing. is it really that's, i i, I have no higher... i have no idea i've never checked in fifth edition but i know in old editions if you didn't if you didn't have anything that was at least a 14 or if your modifiers equaled like less than like weren't positive basically i think it was right like, but that's what i'm saying with his modifiers statistically he's rolled better than average but nothing average is 12 it's, it's right? the fact that but weren't those all like the highest ones a 13 but again i don't know if that is a fifth edition thing that might be also yeah, these are per, these are like almost exactly average i think the average is between 12 and 13 so it's it's a it's 11 and 12 right isn't it on 46 keep three i i think i Oh, right, because it's 4d6, not not just 3d6 is how I'm... Yeah, right. yeah. Right, 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 right. I mean, it's up to you. I, in my opinion, I think it's it's definitely... I'd rather have one skill at 18 and the rest at 7 than kind of like a medium character. So it's up to you, Corey. Uh, sorry, I, I don't mean medium character. I mean a medium um, skill set. 
It's up to you. I, I'd be okay if you'd like to reroll. Well, especially with all 13s. All thir- like, even <laughs> I, like all 14s would be one thing, but like all 13s. Yeah, it's like, it's like kind of unexciting. Uh, do you want me yeah, to reroll all six or just like pick ones? or? Yeah, yeah. Know. No, yeah. If you're going to do it. I'm here. actually, now that I'm looking though, I'm honestly, I'm surprised that there's no, because like that's a pretty low bar to be like at least 114 and like your modifiers like aren't negative. You know what I mean? Like I, I would have thought they would have still had that. My preferred mechanic, which is not a, a sanctioned uh, Wizards of the Coast way of rolling, but my preferred method for rolling is 3d6, you roll it seven times, you drop your lowest score, and and those are your stats. And I love that idea. And if if we played like that, I would make sure that you guys level up more frequently than the D&D rules, because I... I like the idea of I, I don't I don't think there's enough advancement per level. Like it's every four levels where you get an ability increase, which is like which is reasonable for how they start you. But I like the idea of seeing a progression in your character. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like like give so not so much more level, but specifically give like ability increases as you that's level right. up more frequently. Oh, that's actually interesting, yeah. Because I, I, I think it because Jeff, you will statistically start with a lower ability score and everything. It's more exciting to level up, in my opinion, because there are some level ups that are just kind of boring. Uh, like four to, f- oh, sorry, five is particularly interesting, I guess. But like five to six, six to seven is kind of boring, and then seven to eight is the, is the exciting one. It depends on the exciting. class. It depends mm-hmm. on the class, but I, I agree that seven is often not super exciting unless right. you're a spellcaster. Unless you're a spell I guess caster. six, you get some ability enhancements. Well, six for specifically, yeah, for fighters get like well, an for ability. a bunch of them, they actually get ability do score get stuff at six. six. Yeah, mm-hmm. and paladins get uh, their buff to saving throws at six. Right, yeah. and and wizards get their um, ability uh, like depending on their. I know what you tra- mean though. There's for some classes, just, some levels yeah. are less exciting mm-hmm. though, for sure. Right. Um, so I, I, I think that con- that consistency of getting an ability, uh, sc- I'd like I'd have to tweak it so that it was fair, but I, I like that idea of consistently when you level up getting the ability score increase, even if it's one point versus the two. My my main one I wish they had in in five. Yeah, I wish there was more variation in like your your skill proficiency bonuses you can get, mm, like like plus one plus five kind of a thing. I don't like the fact that like at first level. If someone like takes expertise, like the highest bonus from that, they get is like plus four. Mm. And then, and then when you, by the time you get up to what, like by the time you're at like fifth level, so you'd like, it's like, like plus a point six by or, system basically for like, you get plus six and spread it out how you want. I'd let, like, I'd let, like, I don't like, cause like, I don't want, like they used to have it way too fine tuned where you specifically put like specific skill points. I wish there were more like skill tiers and like that more people could like get expertise and then even like maybe a level or two beyond expertise. But isn't spell tier or sorry, isn't tiers like isn't that what proficiency is? Like you hit the threshold of plus two versus plus three versus or you mean like in the skill there's skill tiers. Like I wish there was like I wish there was like regular proficiency, double, triple, and quadruple, say, as opposed to just like gotcha. regular and double. Because it's more like so for example, if you think about that first level character, like the one who took expertise, like if someone took expertise in something where they have like a twelve ability score, which to be fair, like twelve's not not high, but like I don't mm-hmm. like that that person can only get up to plus five. And then like if someone else had a, like a twenty in that ability score without even trying, mm-hmm. they like equal that person. And like I wish that right. person if like they really wanted, like not something that like like you'd obviously have to sacrifice other things to do it. Like if you only had so many choices, but I wish there was a little mm-hmm. bit more difference in people's Le- skill bonuses. 
Interesting. Um, Alex, you were saying something. Oh, it was like completely unrelated. Yeah, we're on the next thing. I feel like everything for the last little while has been completely unrelated <laughs> though. So yeah, not, not an issue at all. Yeah. <laughs> Just didn't want to. Yeah. Well, okay, guys, I'm torn. So I want to take Shillelagh as one of my cantrips. Because I like the mm-hmm. idea of like me and my like staff that I always just walk around with, and then like instantly it gets covered in vines, and I'm like called to some Rugaru god, or I guess to the eagle. Uh, which, oh yeah, mm-hmm. by the eagle way, god. I want to make that a hawk because it says specifically like it doesn't have to be one of these things. <laughs> to so, avoid, to yeah, avoid no, me calling it an eagle for the campaign. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, oh fuck! Now you got to make it an eagle. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I followed the hawk. Uh, By the way, I have I have my new stats now. They're a little more exciting, I think. Oh, go for it. Nice, nice. Uh, so my highest one's a 15. I'm going to put that one into intelligence as a wizard is... Makes sense. It also makes sense for, for extraterrestrial. Very smart, very yeah. intelligent. Then I got a couple 13s. One of them's going into charisma so I can help out my orange-based spells. My citrus spells. Um, <laughs> that's oh man, that's got to be like a translation issue that you'd say too. <laughs> no, I'm citrus colored. <laughs> oh, sorry. I should mention that um, my race gives me plus two to intelligence, so that becomes a seventeen. My, go. I think it's also my race. Yeah, my orange pigment gives me a plus one to charisma, so that becomes a fourteen. And minus two to sun sensitivity. <laughs> <laughs> um. Too bad that's not a uh, a Dungeons and Dragons five E stat. Ah, that's too bad. <laughs> we got to we got to play our custom. <laughs> yeah, our custom no, we'll, we'll play our custom later. game. Yeah, in between seasons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my next one is going into dexterity. That's another thirteen. I have a twelve, a ten, and an eight to put in. A uh, twelve, I'm going to put into a constitution because you know traveling through space, you got to put up with you know put up with some shit. put up with some Gosh. radiation and. Mm-hmm. Noxious mm-hmm. gases from your shipmates, so it's a twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, wisdom's ten, and strength <laughs> is eight because you don't need to be strong in space. Did you just slip in an alien fart joke? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the and the arrogant worms, man. Methane gas comes out his ass. Love it. We're getting our CanCon uh, certification in now, so hell yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, we are the CanCon, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, and we're promoting other CanCon. So I, I guess I'm going to leave that one up to you, Corey. Um, do you think that extraterrestrials are like? Are you? Do you? Lo- do you want to have some sort of mechanical device that disguises your uh, your f- face? Wait, your what background? Body? Did, what background did you take again, Corey? Uh, I didn't actually say, but I'm going to pick the nomad background, which actually gives me some bonuses as well. I'll just go over. But also, now. is there is there anyone that gets like disguise kit proficiency uh, or something? Uh, or, or you can always just trade. I think you can just like trade one of your proficiencies for that. I think the rules even say for backgrounds that you can literally just swap them out or something. Well, and, what, and sorry, what what class are you? I'm sure you said. Oh, mages. mages yeah, we did a whole mages. bit on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The magus. What kind of magus are you, maggot? There are beguilers, preservers, revokers, or summoners. Illusion, divination, transmutation, or conjuration. Right, I think it was revoker that sounded the coolest to me when I was looking through them. Yeah, transmutation. Oh, and necromancy. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're. My apologies. They're. It's illusion and enchantment, divination and abjuration, transmutation and necromancy, and conjuration and evocation 
respectively for the uh, four classes I mentioned, subclasses I mentioned. Right. But so you you said revoker. Yeah. So the cool ability I get from that um, to start with is uh, when an enemy succeeds a saving throw against a transmutation or necromancy spell that I used, um, I can use my reaction to make them reroll it. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Straight up, they you yeah transmutation is the the ability to transform physical dimensions of beings. So I will say that maybe the the extraterrestrial race can't. Sorry, this is if you want, but I, I think it's reasonable that maybe revokers are like um, a main class of extraterrestrials, and they focus on actually disguising themselves. If that's something that you you want to exist, if you want the opposite, I think that's up to you. I like the idea of both, honestly. Okay, but I, I think I think the way that I'll play it in character is that it like takes effort to keep the disguise going. Like it's not something that's mm-hmm. innate to extraterrestrials that we just can look like whatever we want. Like we have to. There's upkeep to it, nice. right? Yeah. Uh, but but it is something that is uh, like like are are you well known in this world that extraterrestrials exist? I guess they all just use elaborate disguises. Yeah, I, th- I think that's saying. up to you. I think that's up to you, Andrew, whether whether or not. These are how like how successful these disguises end up being. But 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 maybe like I think to what you're saying, like maybe regular aliens have like their cloaking devices can put up disguises or something. But for whatever reason, he doesn't have his. Like for my for so my assignment, gotta... like they they don't think I'm going to be in civilization for much time at all. So they didn't they didn't bother giving me one. Yeah yeah no and I I like that I like both ideas honestly I like the idea of them just being another race in this world that yeah or or the idea that it's some kind of a secret or like as much as rumors are spread on Earth about aliens like there are sightings there are this and maybe not everyone believes it and actually the majority of people don't believe it uh, like it's it's a well kept secret in this world um, but sorry not 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 a well kept secret a um, like a well-known fact. Almost a plausibly de- deniable f- uh, fact. <laughs> it's a rumor. <laughs> right. But they do exist. But yeah, I, I think they're uh, they're akin to aliens on Earth. I, I like that idea. You mean the aliens that definitely exist and... Exactly. <laughs> no, that's right. And are spotted yeah, regularly. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, they're real. It's just they, no one admits it. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Plausible deniability. Yeah. Jim Withers? <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> no, I feel like Jim Withers doesn't believe in aliens. He thinks they're a distraction. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right, so, so I'm sorry. I'm a conspiracy theorist, except for the well-established conspiracies. <laughs> uh, so sorry, we're saying that I have like a like an ability to cloak like to cloak my extraterrestrial identity or no? Um, are we saying it's technology? No, no. So I, I think your culture does uh, like the, like transformation because transmutation is specifically transformation magic. So I think whether or not you have that ability is up to your, uh, like up to your choices. But I, I think, I, I don't think it's inherent of your race, but it's something that your race has developed. Right. I, I think disguise self is like a wizard cantrip too. So I could just take that. Yeah. No, and it's if a level, level one want, spell, level one spell. Mm-hmm. but it is level one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I could just add if that it, to myself. And a great level one choice as well. Yeah. I so I, I think that's what I will do is, mm-hmm. is, is take disguise self. The other thing I think I'm going to do for this campaign is for some reason they give wizards or maguses a gun. They give us a derringer. Hell so yeah. I think what I'm going to try to do in like the theme of like scarcity of the old west is uh try and keep track of my ammunition and and like if i run out of rounds i guess that's it 
Well, I assume that I is, assume we all that is have something. To, right? Yeah, that is something that I will be enforcing for this. Um, uh, I will not be personally checking, but I will would like you guys to keep track of ammunition. And I, I like that idea uh, because I don't know. I guess I don't know how powerful guns are, but I like the idea of having to no. Keep but track the fact that they also put in like really like forgiving reloading rules and stuff too. Like, no, it, it mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm actually someone who always says that like. Well, it obviously in some campaigns, you obviously don't want to track ammo. I do think it's like less effort than a lot of people think it is. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that's true if you keep track of your own ammo. I yeah. Think oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 As long mm-hmm. as the players all do it themselves and are trusted. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. If the DM's doing it all, that's a nightmare. But more because <laughs> I think part of it is like a lot of people, they'll think of like a video game and be like, it seems like a lot of bookkeeping. But it's like, then you think about like how frequently you're actually like attacking in real time in a D&D game. And mm-hmm. it's like super easy to keep track of. Yeah. Um. For the record, is is this annoying? Should, like I was planning on never picking up a gun and maybe even having a thing about it. That's not annoying. That's reasonable. Okay, cool. I have As, a long bow. In fact, I don't, because I don't know if your class, your class, I don't even think is proficient in guns. No, so if no. Anything, that's probably just good role playing. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I just didn't know like how prevalent like guns are. You know what I mean? They are prevalent. I, I don't think it'd be unreasonable for you to get one. Uh, but I also don't think it'd be unreasonable for you not to want to use one. Oh yeah, no, I, I have one. no interest. It's against it's against nature. But also you would just be straight up better with a bow than with a gun anyways, because you have proficiency in bows, I think. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I do. Um so I have to decide this cantrip and I need your guys' help. So it's either it's I've got it down to two. It's either guidance or druidcraft, and guidance is like <laughs> I feel like it could be really funny. Like you touch one willing creature, uh, the t- once before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to one ability check. So just him being like, "I will teach you the ways of this." Like, no, do this. You know, like I love the idea of like your eagle somehow flying around into their body, and that's the guidance. Is, is but he has Lenny to, but he has to touch them. I think that's why I'm I'm torn because like guidance is like a really good one, but I also like low key kind of hate it because it's like annoying to like have to think to use it all the time. Oh, true. Well, it's that or or the shaman craft, and I think I'm leaning towards the shaman craft. The fact that I can instantaneously create. The faint odor of skunk just appeals to me so much. <laughs> I feel like my thing with guidance isn't that it's like, it's more that like, it's like you were saying earlier with certain jokes. It's like, do you actually want to like every time someone makes a skill check that has a moment right. to be like, to, to do like a little touching moment where you, you touch them and give them guide. Like if you want to do it every single time, <laughs> by all means, take the spell, but like. Personally, yeah. I feel like it's a trap. You're it's a role play yeah, trap. Yeah, it's like mechanically it's great, but role playing it's a trap. You're totally, totally right. Also, I just reread Drew, like Shaman Craft, I'm calling it, and I can instantly make a flower blossom. And to me, that's like so badass. That's like right yeah. on brand. The epitome of Ernest De. I, I really just want to call you De Douche, but yeah, De Bruche. God damn it. But like Druidcraft, Thaumaturgy, and Prestidigitation, they're like the opposite, where they're like the best roleplay cantrips, where they have like a large variety of use. Right. That is like nothing right. on its own is super good, but it applies to like a ton of situations. And sorry, just so I can continue to do this while we keep doing uh, Corey stuff. So I get two level two spell slots. So, like, 
do I get two level two spells? How many first level spells do I get? It usually depends on the class. How does it work for mages? Actually, that's a good question. It'd be the same as druids. It's got to be. The oh same no! Oh no! Wait, so yeah, you're not yeah. magus. You're a shaman. Yeah, so right? it says two, two, and two. Cantrip spell slots slot level. Don't I'm pretty sure druids are as many as their um, spell slots are. No, no, no. It's know. I'm reading here. It's your wisdom modifier plus half your level minimum one. But that's like but between all your spell slots. Oh, so I get four spells. Yes. I thought I could have sworn it's normally full level. I'm pretty sure it's like this thing makes it half instead. Because I feel like normally with druids, it's your full level plus your wisdom, though, which is interesting. I, I think this is more what you're asking, Alex, is like, you know, every druid spell, but you just have to prepare yeah. a list of them. That's. Oh, OK, got it. It's similar to, so it's similar could, to like paladins. If you've ever played a paladin. Mm hmm. Um, so anytime you long rest, you can like switch your four spells right. from any of them, oh. but you can only have four at any time and, and a mixture of level one and level two spells. Kurt Gray, where specifically do you think you are? Like, when did you crash land or, or sorry, when, when did you go on this expedition? Um, I feel like it could have been like, I, I, like I could have been here for years. Like I could have been like a menace that like nobody has seen. Like nobody knows why all their cows are disappearing. It's just like it's it's something that happens mm. in the West, and it could be like all me that's been just like wandering around. And you've just made it to this town. Yeah, and and this is just like it happens to be on my on my journey. You would even have um, heard tell of the big shot rancher in this town uh, for sure. He could be my next victim. It could be. <laughs> so are you like are you just like a public menace? Do you do you look for work in the towns you show up to? Or are you just here with one goal in and out. No, yeah, my, my salary is paid for by the uh, by the extraterrestrial the supreme overlords. Yeah, by the <laughs> what, what's the, they got to have like a institute name. Yeah, like um, the Bovine Freedom Association. <laughs> <laughs> uh, classic BFA. Maybe you work for like a charity group, and that's why you weren't given your cloaking device. <laughs> like maybe you're not like the main government organization. Maybe you're like you're some like even more se- like the the government policy is like well listen like it would be wrong to change them now they have time but your group's like no this is unacceptable cows are suffering right, right yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man yeah I, th- I think that's what our that's what our charity organization is called is the bovine freedom initiative the bovine freedom initiative oh, bfi i have to cross that association now this is something i've actually joked with like ufo theories though like what if like there are ufos that just are aliens but it turns out that like they're actually like breaking their society's laws and like low-key the aliens every time this happens they're like god we got to get these bandits going down to fucking sanctuaries and disturbing the local habitats this is illegal and and earth technology has advanced to a point where we can't go there otherwise they'll be able to track us (laughs) i think that's a good point to kick off i don't know if uh Anyone else has anything to chime in on? I will pause now. Do mages have a spell book actually, or how do you how do you get your spells? Uh, yeah, it's basically like wizard spells. Um, so yeah, I do have a spell book. I do have like can have an arcane focus. Um, I would like that to be my derringer. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! <laughs> be- because there's like there's like some myth this mythos about you know old west movies and like the gun that the protagonist has and like there's something about that that I think is charming too. Like these extraterrestrials who like all they know about this plane is <laughs> is the movies and songs. So like the idea of the cowboy's gun is that is so fucking cool. Is it like is it something else that has been transformed into this derringer, like transmutated into, or is it 
has it always been a derringer that you've just like imbued your magic? I, I think that's more of it because it, it does still function as a gun. Like I can shoot physical mm-hmm. bullets out of it, but I think that's also where I like all of my spells emanate from. That's awesome. I love that idea. All right. On that note, uh, thanks for listening to our extra content for with their forces combined. Uh, if you enjoyed that, then follow us on Instagram, Patreon, or Twitter. See you soon.